All right. Welcome to Panhandle Fight Talk. I'm Paul Torres. I'm Taylor Edmondson. I'm Clay Hoggett. And we have a buddy here joining us by the name of John Jennings. What's up, John? Howdy. Who are you, John? Um, I'm a, just a dude. Um, I'm <laughs> no, uh, I play football at West Texas A&M, and I am also a Marine Corps veteran. Nice. And I just want to point out, because we can't just skip over this, Clay waved again when he said hello. <laughs> always does. He always likes to wave to our audio crowd. But it goes to waste unless I bring it up and tell them. So, Well, he's waving to us, too. My intentions are all there. Yeah, I mean, that's good. That's a good point. So we just finished watching uh, the Glover Teixeira. Jamal, Jamal Hill, Hill title dude. fight. Yeah. And you have your predictions on what's going to happen. So Jamal Hill completely dominated Glover Teixeira in that fight. Just outworked him, outclassed him. And yeah, so Jamal's your new champion in the light heavyweight division. Um, okay, but uh, definitely who, who, better than the last title fight we saw between Jan Blahovitz and Magomed and Clive. So, John, this was your first uh, UFC fight ever that you've seen in your life. Um, it is not. <laughs> just for the record. What did you think? Like, did you like it? Okay, just a little background. It, just so we could get on the same page. Okay. Is that um, I am not, I don't follow the UFC specifically like I would follow football. Okay. Right? So but that's why we had you on. Right. But I do understand what goes on when they're in the ring. Uh -huh. And I do have experience. Uh, when I was during COVID, uh, the only gym that was open in my area was a fighting gym. Shout out Frankie Mercado. I'm going to show you this podcast. Okay. Uh, he owned Shout the gym. Out. Let me train there for football while I was training around all these fighters. Two of them are pro-level fighters. One of them fought Anderson Silva's son, um, which was pretty cool in a Muay Thai fight. Um, so there's a Muay Thai gym, and there's also a guy here, Amber Jiu Jitsu. So I've been around these guys for a lot, a, a lot of time, and then I also they let me train with them. You know, they let me, you know, spar with them or roll with them or do a couple of striking sessions with them. So you know enough about it to where you can comment intelligently, right? And I know okay. I know about being the athlete side of it, right? Like the psyche of being an athlete, the training, what it takes to be a professional level athlete. Yeah, competition, right? And so I can't comment on the who's going to be the next champion. I don't even really know all the weight well, then, okay, classes. Or so then do like this that. for us. What was your impression of that fight that we just saw? Um, they went five rounds. There was blood everywhere. What did you think? So first off, I think we, we all commented that the fight, if it was any other fight, it would have been over the second or third round. They would have, they would have ended You the think fight. they would have called it? For sure. Fair enough. And that's because, Taylor, you said... Yeah, so before the fight, Glover Teixeira got with Mark Goddard and said, the "Don't the ref." Yeah, and said, "Don't stop this fight unless I'm out cold." It was Glover Teixeira's very last fight before he retired, and he talked to the ref and said, "Yeah, don't stop it unless if I am lights out, like okay. and can't so, move." And so that being said, I think that it was clear that Hill was the better athlete in general. Um, he was much more t the matchup was there right maybe if glover was younger could actually take him down but i think hill's cardio was and just physical fitness was a lot better so he did not get even when um you know he kind of gassed him out or he got gassed and he was put um fight, uh, throwing those strikes when he was on the uh when he was on the fence remember i think it was the second or third second round, round when uh glover got wobbled a little bit and then so hill went in to finish and 
Um, he couldn't make he couldn't finish him then, but I think, like I said, at that at that point, if it's any other fight, it would have been over. Um, but Hill was clearly at least for that specific matchup and that specific date and that specific time, which in, in sports and any, you know, any aspect of it, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, or fighting, matchups are important. Just because you have a better skill set doesn't mean it matches up well against someone. But I think for this particular matchup, Hill was the better choice, if that makes sense. I could tell yeah. in the first round that Hill was going to win that fight. Yeah, I mean, so that Glover takes is 43 years old. Jamal Hill is how old? 14? 31. 31. There it is. And, <laughs> um, and what's his – I forget. What's his main discipline? Is it striking or is he a wrestler? Because Definitely he was stuff. I think is he's striking. a boxer more yeah. than anything. Okay. And if you look at Glover's history of who he loses to, it's Gustafson Jones. That type of fighter. Yeah. Okay. Long, lanky. Long, lanky guys. Can keep him at distance. Shove the takedown because they're at distance and can connect. And he was able to stuff those takedowns pretty significantly. Like, those were... Usually when Teixeira or anybody that's really disciplined with jiu-jitsu is able to at least get you to a single leg, you're in trouble. And the first round was nothing but Jamal Hill just stuffing all those takedowns. And like you said, he was able to keep him. He was able to stay on the outside and, and not drop bombs. He was able to touch him up. And that leg kick, good God. He hit him with that leg kick so many times throughout the whole fight. And it just shows how tough Glover Teixeira is. Yeah, that left head kick I from he Jamal was Hill yeah. was deadly, and it was landing every single time he threw it, he landed. It looked like he had him out. It looked like he – second round when he landed that head kick – was it second round or first round? Second round whenever he landed it the first time, and he was – Glover thought, was wobbled. I thought it was over. Yeah. And no. And fourth round, he just had Glover whipped. Like, if there was a stoppage to be had, I think it would have been that fourth round whenever Glover was up against the cage. Dropped down to his knees, and yeah. So who? So so now, Jamal Hill is the champion. Who's he facing next? So What's it next? could be Yuri Prohaska if Yuri's rehab goes well. And I like that match. Um, or if Alex Pereira beats Izzy again, Pereira can move up for the lightweight, light heavyweight title. Do you think Pereira's got what it takes though to beat Jamal Hill? Because one I of the- think that's an interesting matchup. Well, I, yeah. I really do. Um, I think Jamal Hill's wrestling, he would use his foundational wrestling more where Pereira showed that he doesn't have that. Pereira's a but killer, though. Pereira has to land one, and it's over. That's it. He yeah. has that insane power. He's crisp. He's clean. I mean, world-class kickboxer. Best in the world multiple times. So you've, already lost, so you've already lost all faith in Izzy. You don't think Izzy can come back and beat Pereira? No, I think that's a great fight. Um, Do you think you Izzy? said? I think it's a fifty-fifty. You think it's fifty-fifty? You said he's who's who? What's you say? Come out for rehab. What's his injury? Um, what did Prohaska get hurt with? Wasn't it a shoulder? Yeah, he uh, while training for a title fight, he uh, what's it called? Popped his shoulder out, and he told his coach to fix it, and his coach messed it up even more. Well, what's, but what's, what specifically, what's the... He got like bro science? Literally a year. Hold on, I'll look he's at it. He's out for a year, Yeah, I think. The oh UFC God. doctor said it's the worst shoulder injury he's ever seen. <laughs> oh, my God. He just that's, had a dislocated shoulder. Uh, that's where bro science just goes bad. I mean, I've, I've popped a lot of jo- people's joints back in the place. I've, I don't, that guy like, popped his whole arm out. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Popped he, the muscles out. Said, Let me get a better look at it and pulled it all the way off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Poor guy. Well, that was – he was the one. So when he beat – he beat Glover Teixeira. And when he won the light heavyweight title, he cut his – that little thing off his head. Yeah, so his like, look, little see, samurai ponytail. He had a samurai ponytail, and he cut that thing off when he won the title. Oh, well, I was asking about the shoulder injury because I think what the injury is is important. Absolutely. I think it's like the whole thing. That's how bad it's messed up. Yeah. So, anyways, but I, I think that's the matchup to see because Yuri is definitely – um, he's a monster at light heavyweight. It's really fun to watch, too. Uh yeah, well, because he's a character, like he's he's an anime character. The dude's sitting there with a samurai you know he ponytail, a samurai sword everywhere he goes. Does he really? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> oh, there's a picture of him and Dana. It says that he did a suplex right on my shoulder, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, that's all I could find too. There's no like details on what all is messed up about it but all right well hopefully he gets better and he comes back and he's able to fight if not he can cody garbrandt it up and have his oh wait not cody garbrandt uh tj tj dillashaw it up and just have his shoulder pop out all so he used that for a perfect example why he didn't want to sit there and fight yeah it's because of what tj dillashaw did and how big of a joke dillashaw was within that i agree and he didn't want to hold up the division so he vacated the title i 100 percent agree with that decision like shout out he's got samurai on her yeah dude shout out yeah shout out to yuri I'm a fan. Yeah. I'll be there for it when he comes back. It'll be good. They might give... Speaking of coming back, who's coming back? Who? Who's coming back? Who? Connor McNuggies. Connor McGregor, baby. He's uh, going to be the coach for the Ultimate Fighter, and the other is Michael Bisping? Chandler. 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 <laughs> yeah. Blessed Chandler. Oh, man. It's going to be great. I can't wait for his speeches in every episode. I know. Because one of them is like a motivational guru, and the other one is a trash-talking <laughs> psychopath. And it's going to be phenomenal. Do you think Do you think Connor's able to get under Michael's uh, skin? 100%. You think so? 100%. Connor's the best to ever do it. So, yeah. Oh, man. As far as, Could like, talk? shit-talking yeah. and getting under people's skin, 100%. But Chandler's whole brand is being... Blessed Express. Being positive. He, yeah, does, guys, he um, doesn't turn into the animal until he the cage closes. Here's the, here's the I need to apologize for the way I acted. Shouldn't let him get under my skin, and I vow to do better. I'm just blessed to be here, yeah. and we're just going forward with this, and I vow to not have it happen again. So let me ask you, who do you think wins that fight? I don't know. I don't think – I don't. here's my thing. I think Connor waxes think, him. I think Connor, I would love a Connor Fisher knockout. I yeah. love Connor McGregor, and I will put my money on Connor McGregor every single fight, even if I know he's going to lose. I just think he doesn't have. I think he's got the yips. I don't think he's got that flowy, loose, super cocky. Because like the last time he fought Poyer, even though he hurt his leg, the, like he fought Poyer twice, right? Three, three times. times. Three times. The second time I watched the one he didn't break his leg. The second time when he lost, when they were being friendly with each other. Yeah, when he got knocked out, mm-hmm. he. Cocky, cocky, cocky. Bell rang for the first fight. Not Conor McGregor. That is not the Conor McGregor I watched when I was, you know, yeah, when, when he I was, was younger. Yeah, when he was sitting there kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, and fighting trash. hungry. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, what, what's that saying? It's hard to wake up at 5 a.m. when you're sleeping on 600-count sheets. Yeah. Thread count or whatever. I think, I think uh, uh, silk. Yeah. Silk sheets. Silk sheets, whatever. Didn't silk. the Dagestani bad boy uh, say that? 
didn't, didn't wasn't he making fun of Connor when he said that? Maybe so not. So it's it's really hard to stay at the top at a sport like this. That's why Khabib stayed at the top is because he stayed humble. He didn't, you know, he stayed true to his core values of what made him a great champion. Conor McGregor, as soon as he got that paycheck, <laughs> buying this, buying that, and he's a great businessman, and he's just you keep making the money, Connor. But I just don't think you got the juice anymore. Yeah. Oh, and, and I will tune in for the trash. Just to let yeah. you know, I am like I love me some Khabib. The I've probably watched the Khabib Connor fight over and over, um, because I learned how to like Connor McGregor. I it, the the rise is brilliant, and the fall is even more brilliant. And so that's when I really started appreciating Connor was in he is what's he's the opposite of poised in defeat. He is a chaotic disaster in defeat, and it's awesome. And then, but it also it's awesome when he wins too. When he wins, it's a party, it's a celebration. There is that small part of me that doesn't like that it's like Ireland versus the U.S. And I'm gonna there's a part yeah. of me that cheers for the U.S. This is the know. only time that I go <laughs> <laughs> I don't go for America. But uh, the thing is, is that like speaking on behalf of being an athlete, is that I'm around, you know, I, I'm. I play professional rugby as well, so I've been around top-level athletes my whole life. You play pro rugby? I played pro rugby. What's your, high school. What are the positions of rugby? I don't even know. Okay, so they're, they're actually numbered 1 through 15, and those are the positions. But you just get a number? Well, so num- 1 and 3s are props, 2 is a hooker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling us you're a hooker. Nice. I, I I played hooker when I was in high school. Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> it actually might be 3. I might be getting this mixed up, but... um. I, I only played my senior year of high school. I we went to state and I got I got a few offers to play. So, I did I So did. how long have you been a professional hooker? <laughs> I never played hooker at the professional level. Oh well I, don't worry, you will. One day. I, you gotta I, have goals. When I played for the team that's now called the Dallas Jackals, I played um fullback and wing. All right. So fifteen is fullback, fourteen well, is wing and eleven is wing, and then there's inside center, which is um twelve, and then outside center, which is thirteen. And then you have the eight he's the eight man. Then seven is the scrum half. I think seven or six is the scrum half. Okay. And but are there only thirteen people on a team? Fifteen. Fifteen people on a team on the on the, on the field. Okay. So one through fifteen. Do they play drunk? I heard they play drunk. Afterwards, it is a chaotic mess. Nice. But you party with the other team. Okay. So the hosting team hosts a dinner for the other team for the incoming look at the away team. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's a different yeah. kind of a culture thing. That's pretty sick. Yeah. That's fun. So every team I've ever played, except for one time I ate dinner with a team after. Does it matter who wins or who loses? What do you mean? Like, on who pays? No, the hosting team. Always? Always. Okay. Yeah. and Because that would give you something to then, fight for, then, like if you're on the field and, and then you're we choose, kicking someone's ass for a T-bone? Like, the, like, like we will choose your team's best player, and your team will choose our best player. Oh, okay. And like the man of the, and then they both, everybody votes on the man of the match. Is like a different thing. But um, speaking of the psyche of an athlete, speaking of Conor McGregor, is Conor McGregor was undefeated until Khabib, right? Or maybe he lost once or twice? Uh, Conor had lost, he had lost before Khabib. But, but it had been But he while. was on a run. He was on, he was on a run. Right. So what, what, what I run into all the time, and which is one thing I have to build my teammates up, is that like these dudes who are on my football team or on my rugby team, they have been the best at their sport wherever they go for their whole life. Um, I'm thinking of one dude right now off the top of my head who, who plays here at West Texas A&M. He ran track in high school. Has like um, He's from Michigan. Has like two Michigan rec- state records in high school. Goes to college. 
and he talks. He's pretty open about it. He lost his first. He didn't get first in a track meet for the first time in his entire life, and his head hit ruined him. He wasn't going to class. He got depressed. He didn't know how to lose. And I don't. I think the thing is, is that when you get to the point where you're at the top for so long, yeah, and then you get knocked off like that, that's got to be tough. Like having never really lost in competition, and then having something like that. And I think I'd see what you're saying. Yeah, and he apparently he got, he said he got roasted. That's what happened with Connor. Yeah, like, and um, he was not used to losing in the UFC, and Khabib changed his life. Right, which is why Tom Brady, for example, was so great for so long. Is that he wasn't the best everywhere he went. He rode the bench at Michigan for two years. He was not slightly hot after in the draft. He was behind Drew Bledsoe. He came in for Drew Bledsoe after an injury. You know what I'm saying? And then he did terribly. <laughs> but the adversity, he was able to yeah. you know, conquer through adversity. And so a, and few, a few years ago. when Giselle they, was able to put some spells over him. And he, <laughs> well, a few years ago. When kiss were, each other on the, on the lips. And a few years ago when they were talking about Tom. <laughs> I, I hate it's this. so weird isn't oh it i didn't believe it when He's someone like, first told me i hate when he says come here someone first told me that that was something Wait, they did i was like tom brady tom brady kissing his like oh, yeah, teenage kids a, on yeah, the lips kisses their kids on the mouth i did it's, so, it's so weird like i at, when someone first told me i didn't believe him at i thought they age, were tom brady okay hate. well then answer me this at what age is it not okay to kiss kids on the lips I don't know, but it's weird when I see Tom do it. Whenever I, they can go to the bathroom by themselves. I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. It's just weird to see when I, it's it's instinct, I guess. Well, that video definitely was I hate it. younger than that. Right. And I, I, I don't really mean to keep talking about football, but that's the angle I bring is just the ath- yeah. athlete part of it. No, that's why we brought. That's why we wanted we wanted fresh eyes and. Uh, you know, peop- a person who was actually an athlete. <laughs> well, Clay, tra- I, Clay, I was train- Clay, Clay trains MMA. I was never pro, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm not a professional football player. Yeah, but I was never past anything. What was the like? What was the highest belt you got in? I was a black belt. In, in what discipline? That was a, uh, what do you call it? Karate. Okay. But, uh, see, I see. I said I asked you this multiple times, but we didn't know each other, and you didn't, you did not respond that, to me when we were talking in the lobby. <laughs> what is that? I just do that. Like I, I said, oh, do you do karate? Because the way you, right, you were horsing around something, the way you lined up, I was like karate, boom, and then uh, you just didn't answer me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Clay, do you do karate? Clay, is your discipline karate? Clay, karate? I did, I did karate, <laughs> kickboxing, jujitsu. Okay. But Honestly, kick, but karate I loved was your grappling first discipline. the most, but karate was, as a as a wee lad, I did karate, and then you go, is you know as a yeah kid, yeah you get brought. But to it builds it. You get a good foundation, so you know your stance. You know how to like actually throw a kick, how to yeah. block, and do something hard. You know how to think in those terms and square off across from somebody and tell. I think the like a big gap for like fighting is just realizing that. You have to look at the punches coming towards you. Really? Yeah, you know I mean, like, it, when you see it coming versus when you don't see it coming, it just hurts way more. I just, I look, I look at the ground. I, just, <laughs> I look at the ground and I charge forward. You're like a Michael Chandler, put your <laughs> yeah, face yeah. to the mat and just I, start swinging I, wild. I, I protect my chin because I don't want anybody to hurt my chin. And then I just, like, yeah, charge forward. I would say, like, uh, anticipating punches. 
is like a big gap. Re- like reading somebody. Yeah. Well, it's like I find crying works. <laughs> like if I cry, then they'll cry, and then while they're crying, I punch them in the nose. Yeah. So I, the have never, <laughs> I have yeah. never fought the fetal anybody. Yeah. Position. Yeah. I have never fought anybody at my experience level or lower. Here's here's what I'm about to explain. Is that when I was in the Marine Corps, I was in a I was in a specialized team. Marine Corps. It turns out that everybody in my platoon when I was with this team all wrestled in high school. <laughs> and two of these guys fought amateur, like out in town for money. And so when we would do like hand to hand combat training or McMap, mm-hmm. Marine Corps mixed martial arts training, it was just two hours of me getting my shit rocked. Yeah, yeah wrestlers <laughs> will do that, Brad. Yeah. And so then fast forward some time, I go to rank up, like belt up in the Marine Corps martial arts program. Um, I. I get an instructor who was, if you want to Google this, he was uh, like a, a red tab in the Marine Corps martial arts program. It's, it's, like a th- it's like a whole thing. But so I was able to get towards me and one other dude to fast track belting us up. So we spent like two weeks um, pre-deployment to just belt us up. But the kid that I was belting up with was about 30 pounds lighter than me, but was a state championship wrestler in Alabama. And so you would think that I would manhandle this kid, but it was just me getting ragdoll mauled yeah. all the time and then when i would roll with the instructor he also was a do they belt in judo is it judo yeah did they belt in yeah, judo? judo he was belts. he like he was a judo fighter his like whole life okay so like he just he flipped and, and then plus the martial arts red tab train like because you have to be a black belt in the martial arts program and then go to this course on the east coast i encourage you to google later because it's, it's kind of wild um and so he was that but then go to this fighting gym everybody that does jiu-jitsu that i rolled with purple belts brown belts <laughs> the one white belt i rolled with he was a blue belt the next day <laughs> and so, so you learn that's a good way to learn that's i don't trial think by, i learned anything that's a trial by fire man that's but, how you learn but with jujitsu for me i told them straight up that like uh you know i'm just here to train and like the, if i do like a train for football and if i do do any of your sessions it's for like personal self-defense i'm not training for a competition so once I would get, like, when I was talking about the full mount, and I was like, now what? In yeah. my head, in the street, I won that fight. Because in the street, I'm, I got the, I got, you know, I'm in I'm sitting mount. on, I'm sitting I'm on, on top, top of you. you and yeah. I'm going to just That is the dominant your... position. Yeah, it's the dominant position. And either I can get away, or I'm confident enough in my strength that I can just hold you down and maul you. Kiss you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, when it com- but when it comes, <laughs> but when it comes to like competition style fighting, I have never fought anybody in my skill or lower. So I have been in fighting gyms a bunch, mm-hmm. and it's usually me just losing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's like part of it. When you get into those gyms, like they will beat the shit out of you, and then they'll welcome you. Yeah. Usually, like you'll be like the path holder for like months, mm-hmm. and you'll be the. Basically, I did have a wrestler dive on me one time though, and I put him in. I don't even remember what it's called. I think it was guillotine. No, it wasn't a guillotine because I had him. I was the Dars because I rolled into it. Like I got tapped. I was able to. I was was able to connect my hand to my elbow, and then I rolled because he was trying to do a. Mm -hmm. We were on our knees rolling, and he was trying to do a single leg from the knees. So it just basically meant he dove and gave me his neck. High school wrestlers go head first. Yeah, they do. He dove straight at me, (laughs) and I I just was able to connect my hand to my elbow. And then I didn't, because like his body, like his head was underneath. Was his arm in there too? Yeah. And then I rolled. And when I rolled, it made it tighter. And that's when he tapped. And I was excited that I had tapped somebody like the second day at a jujitsu gym. But this is also like a couple years ago. So I'd, I'd already done some McMap. I'd done some jujitsu. 
I did judo for like six months when but, I was. But in were you using jujitsu or were you using strength? I, I was using no. I was using jujitsu. Like I wasn't muscling it. I I rolled and used my body weight to make the to sink it in. See, the unfortunate part for me is that if I'm going to roll with a white belt mm-hmm. at my size, I mean you've seen me lift like nine times out of ten I'm pound for pound stronger than that guy. Yeah. So then I rely on my strength too much, and it makes me not want to rely on the on the jujitsu aspect of it. So then if I roll with somebody who's past a white belt in any capacity, <laughs> I'm talking if you're past a day one white belt, <laughs> you're going to beat me. <laughs> so are you going to keep with it or are you going to keep doing jujitsu? No, I haven't done jujitsu since oh, you should do 2021. It. You should keep doing it. That's I didn't even do it that regularly. It was just when I had time, you know, a couple, like they had open mat Don't be scared. on like Fridays and Saturdays. It's fun. It's just hugging. I'm not scared to do it. It's just hugging. It's literally the I have to. Just time. It's the time and then I have to monitor. Because here's the thing, is that I really like doing it. Yeah. I really like it. But I know that my body, my central, my, physically my central nervous system can only handle so much, like, training. Because I train a lot for football. And so, like, there are times of the year where I could do it. Like, early summer, I could do it. But that's about it. Because once fall camp starts, and maybe in December for, like, a month. Maybe, maybe later on in life you can use those McMap skills. Wait, what, what belt did you get in McMap? Uh, green belt, but I didn't Same. wear the green belt. I was a tab. I was a tan belt for my first deployment, and I guess um, that's a big no-no. Yeah. Um, I was a blue belt. <laughs> so then, tan belt. It goes tan, blue, green, brown, black. Yeah. For those just listening. Um, there's no uh, white. Huh? No white. No. no it's what? just it's tan because I think it's just the colors. That's what it's they give a, you in so, boot camp. So oh, map stands for Marine Corps Martial Arts Program, and it's a conglomerate of like jujitsu, judo, Krav Maga. And I would say kickboxing, but you kind of get that out of the judo. It's like a mix. They have like, they call them, they're actually, they call them yellow tabs. It's like the founders of it. They got, they got all these like high-end like masters or whatever to come create this program. Um, in a street fight, kind of pointless because a lot of what we do is with like gear on, if that makes sense. Like we have a rifle, we have a flak, we have a Kevlar on. Mm-hmm. Um we're wearing boots, you know, we're wearing a cami. So it's a lot different than training to do a competition because it's also a lot more like the second move you learn is the eye gouge. Like, you're not going to do that in a competition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you learn you learn um, lead hand punch and then eye gouge. <laughs> like, you know, like that's the type of stuff survival tactics. Yeah, yeah, survival. And so, like, and then when we go to do, when we would do, like, uh, like actually, you know, play, fight each other, like spar each other. Nine times out of ten, I was wearing like we were in full headgear. Sometimes a football helmet, flat because like it's anything goes. Really, we didn't do any of that. We oh, just bro. tickled each other. <laughs> well, when we're doing like the actual belting up, yeah, it was like I the, did get my neck popped by. I think it was uh, he must have been a brown. Well, no, he had an instructor. He had an instructor stripe because that's how I got my green belt. But we were on ship on the USS Pelu out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and this dude was Brazilian. And he put me in a headlock, and I knew how to fight it. And everybody, nobody else. We were a bunch of pogues. Yeah. You were a grunt. I was a grunt. I was a pogue. Um, Personnel other than grunt. Yes. And they uh, definitely made sure that we worked while we were on ship. One of those things was getting our green belt. I um, didn't do anything when I was on ship. <laughs> he put me in a headlock, and I fought it. And like I knew how to defend. You know, uh, it was a guillotine. He was trying to put me in a guillotine. So I fought it, got out. He looked at me. A little pissed off because he was the instructor and I just he thought he was going to finish me 
So then the second time he sunk it in, he sunk it in deep and put his hips into it. And then I felt my neck pop three times and I tapped. Did you pronounce it guillotine? Guillotine. Did you guys hear the L's the first time? Yeah. I just <clears throat> Is there an uh, how do you spell it? There is L's and no, I'm just curious yeah, how do you spell it? It's a double L. Yeah. So it's um just like what they used to cut the heads off. What 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 city are we in? Uh, do we say that on the pod? Yeah, yeah, we can Amarillo. say Amarillo. Oh, okay. Are we? Can you let, let John? What city are we in? But but, but Amarillo is. Oh oh oh. Well, okay. Oh, well, hold on. But but where does Guillotine come from? Okay, I'm done talking <laughs> <laughs> because I've made my point and I won. And when you win, you change the subject. I call it Amarillo. By the way. Yeah, bullshit. So, anyways, uh, UFC 284 countdown. Okay, hey, everybody, comment, um, leave a review on the show, and if you think it's pronounced Guillotine, yeah. We all know. We all know what just happened. Uh, y'all, y'all got owned. Uh, so hold, UFC, on, hold on. Let's ask the, the actual fighter in the room, Clay. I say guillotine, man. There it is. <laughs> Boom. Says the L's. It's, there oh. it is. So here we go. Two L's are in it, man. So hey, I do want to cover this. Announce? I do want to cover this before we uh, uh, get too far off the rails. So two eighty four. We've got um, Islam Makachev versus Volk. One versus two. And I, man. Pound for pound championship. The first time ever this is going down. Are you, go- are you going against my man again? I'm going for Volt, but I think Islam's going to win. I think Islam's going to win. Um, I would love to see another but see, time where Volk gets stuck in the submission and he gets out. But see, that was that Brian Ortega's happen. submission yeah, he got out of. It's just like when Islam gets a hold of you, you don't get out. It's you're in a different world. A whole new world. I mean, with the way he got an arm triangle on Charles, and as soon as Charles registered that it was in, yeah, uh, that's how big the squeeze is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just a different squeeze. So I mean, I I'm I'm fairly certain Islam's gonna win that one, and then we got what do we got next week? So tonight we actually have Derek Lewis against uh, uh tomorrow night. No, it's tonight. Tomorrow. It's tonight. Derek Lewis sure? against yeah, Sergey Spivak. Right now. Spivak as we speak. What? I looked it up and it said it was tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. 12 a.m. tomorrow, so it's tonight. Oh, I was like, like, yeah, I it's was wondering midnight. Where okay. they it's in Vegas. Um this is just Why a fight night, but it's Derek Lewis, man of the people. Yeah. So before the we beast. start talking about Derek Lewis, I just want to point out to everybody that I just watched a YouTube video of where guillotine originated, and it's pronounced guillotine because it's originated in French. Yeah, it's a really cool story. Because they cut off the heads. And and they used it a lot in some war that he was – he had a really thick French accent, so I don't (laughs) – it's kind of hard to understand. But the word is from France, and it's pronounced guillotine. Did you know that the French also invented the word um, surrender? They don't. They didn't invent it. They perfected it. <laughs> <laughs> they perfected the action. Tuck, tell, and run. It's like when you find all those World War II um, French rifles, and they're like never fired, dropped once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Wait, so it is tonight. Darn it! I thought it was. It's okay. really late though. Pretty yeah, much start at nine. Nine. Yeah. Bro, it hasn't even started. We can literally go eat. Yeah, but go watch it. I go to bed early. I'm, no, I'm not watch this. I'm not watching this fight. I'm just saying okay. you could. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be asleep. Or I could. You could record it. Go sleep. This could be Derek Lewis's kind of swan song, though. He's on a massive slide right now, and if he loses to Spivak, 
he could be outside the top 10, if not outside the rankings, which isn't a good look for him. Yeah, it's moving not. forward. Has he fought Spivak before? No, he got knocked out by um, Palfovich, the same dude who yeah. knocked out Tied to Avasa. Yeah. Okay. And Palfovich looks like a killer <laughs> within that heavyweight division. Yeah, but do you think he's going to take out John Jones? He punches like. Oh, you're giving John Jones over Cyril Gone? You're calling it right now? I'm saying John Jones is coming back to the division. And, like, he's, and he's not coming back. If John Jones loses his title fight, I think he disappears into oblivion for a little while. I think that's the only reason why we keep bringing him back is because we want to see him get hit real hard. Exactly. But is John Jones tr- actually training right now? Oh, yeah. Dude, that I mean, dude is a tank. I know, I, know, I know who he is, what yeah. I'm asking. Because Look of... him up modern day. So he's going from 205 up to 260, 255. Do you think he can move like that, though? Heavy, heavyweight. heavyweight. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Because I know who he is. I've watched him fight. But I know he has a history of not taking training so seriously. So here, here he is at 225, and here he is at 255. Beefcakes? I define beefcakes because I'm looking at a dude that He's pretty chonkers. He's pretty. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll I'm see. sure he'll he'll cut down a little bit for the. Fight. We will see. I honestly think it's going to slow him down a little bit because he is going to pack on those extra pounds. Yeah, it look, is gonna... he doesn't have the weight on in the right areas. He's not. He doesn't have that mentality of how to pace the fight the same way he used to. Um, I think they are bringing him back because they want to see him get rocked. Uh, because you know, well, everybody wants to see the justice. We all know that he got coked out and beat his wife. But what I'm thinking is going to happen, like, if that's the kind of justice the UFC's doling out, what happens to Dana? Because let's talk about that for a second. He went after his wife twice. That was a PR stunt to no. promote Power Slap. So here's what I think is going to happen. But also, didn't his wife hit him first? Yes. The, that does not matter. Way more <laughs> forcible. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That and does the words, And the words of Bill Burr. A stand-up comedian. Go ahead. stand-up comedian. A devout... A devout public speaker, a Dilber. No, no, no. You can't give him that credit. He's a stand-up a, comedian, a philosopher. That of dude. Today's era. I pr- have you seen his wife? He, he would not slap his. His wife would <laughs> beat the s- brakes okay, off of him. Okay, his, this is what he said. This is what he said. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And he's correct. He's correct in the statement. <laughs> Let's look that up. Bill Burr's wife. <laughs> he said she might be a little that bigger. Than somebody him. got mad at him for saying there is never a situation. There's never a reason to hit a woman. Really? Never a reason to hit a woman? Not a single reason Here to hit a woman go. ever? This, this woman a pretty would, broad statement. Can you, see, can you see beat the brakes off of him? I, and that's yeah. yeah. So he is talking shit, and you are just regurgitating that. So no, I'm just continue. saying no, no, there continue. is a reason to hit a woman sometimes. I'm not saying they're all correct reasons. I don't think Dana should have hit her once. I, did, did you I see the not, video? I have you seen, seen the video? I have not seen the video, but he, I am, I'm, to, be fair, to be fair, I am not defending Dana White. I am saying kind of, kind of are. I'm, I'm just saying, saying I'm just not was the first convicting. Slap valid and the second slap was. Was there two slaps? There were, yeah, there were two this slaps. One was not the here way it is. Harder Hold one. on, is this the whole fight? I want to see the whole video. I want to see. It wasn't a sanctioned fight. It, it wasn't was sanctioned. Are you sure? I saw Herb Dean in the corner. This is a yeah. There, someone jumped in and stopped it. <laughs> this was not a sanctioned fight. Let's see. Here it is. So it looks like he's holding her back. Looks like he's, he's trying he's to hold, push her he's, back. He's, he's holding her hand. Yeah, trying to hold her back. <laughs> and here it comes. He says something cute, and then he look. Wham. He tried to stop her hand, and then he slapped. Gives her a paw. Gives oh, but her no, no, she, no. She reached in. She reached in. That's a. That's also. That's an exchange. So he gives. That's her- mutual combat. In, in football, it's called mutual combat. No, no flag on the play. That's actually a law in Texas. Did you know that? Yeah. We, it's all, it's you, a, you can fight 
you can go up to a cop and say, can we fight with mutual combat? And as long as nobody dies, you're good. Isn't that yeah. like called just I going to a the, fighting gym? You know, <laughs> no, like on like, the like if you have a disagreement with a guy on a bar. Yeah, you, know, you, you like also you, do you, you want to throw down? House. I'm go. pretty sure you can do it on private property. And I, hey guys, I need everybody who's listening to go fight people in your backyard and see if the cops come and stop it. Did you know that really WT this. has an underground fighting uh, club? Um, Did you know that? I've seen it on Snap so a couple already, of times. You're already ruining the first rule of. Fight oh, that's club. because I don't respect them. Just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't. John, res- do you have any deep dark secrets that I are coming to light right now? The, the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. That's yeah, that's true. But the second rule of Fight Club is that you don't talk about Fight Club. But of course, if you follow all the rules, then you're not really supposed to be in Fight Club. Boom! Just blew your mind. There you go. Um, but yeah, so anyways, I, I think justice for Dana would be like the winner of the female belt gets to slap Dana like five times on camera. Amanda Nunez just drops just some slaps. I don't know if slapping specifically, have you seen dog. how thick, look how thick his neck is, dog. I think he would just like, nothing would happen. I think it needs to be a full punch or like get into Amanda a- Nunez can slap the, the, the bitch out of Dana, I think. I think yeah. so. I, I think too. Amanda Nunez gets one paw on him and then... <laughs> And then he's like, all right. Because, I mean, Amanda Nunez is kind of manny. Hey, whatever happened to that? uh, What about Cyborg? Whatever happened to the girl? I know her real name, but I like to pronounce her like this. Whoever, whatever happened to the girl, like, knocked out the commie by kicking her in the face. Does her name have two L's in it? Her her name is Rose. Rose? Yeah. Rose Nami Yunez? Yeah, she had the worst fight in UFC history. <laughs> Paul was a huge fan, became not a fan after that fight. She changed my mind on her. She threw a good six punches. You know, Did it in 25 minutes, <laughs> she lost. It was but like, was it that bad? Yeah, it, was it was doesn't matter, dude. She kicked out that. She knocked out that Kami as the underdog in front of the that, whole world, and, and then the beat her again, and then the beat her again. Now. now, now she's the champ. Yeah. Okay, so we need an American. If you guys are listening to this, you need to get an American to beat this Kami. We can talk on. We have a whole other podcast just talking yeah. about how the Chinese yeah. communist. John Wei Li. John Wei Li. I love her, dude. Freaking solid. Uh, I love my Chinese fighters. So. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're talking over each other. John Wei Li is the communist, right? Yes. Yeah, she's a commie. So. And she was surprised whenever people booed her in Florida. I know. It, it legit, <laughs> no, she went. She walked into Florida, and they all started booing. And it, you can see it legit hurt her feelings. It was like Good. one of the first pay per view events yeah. after COVID. Yeah. Good. Yeah, oh, all like the, she from caught, the Chinese virus. She, yeah, yeah. She caught all the smoke from COVID. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, like she did. Florida blamed her personally, and then she lost. To Rose, that's like to Rose, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're talking about Zhang Weili and Valentina Shevchenko. Oh my gosh, Shevchenko for Zhang. Do I think I think Valentina. Valentina's just on a different level. I think Valentina takes that. She takes that all day. Yeah, she's just too like she's too solid. She does not make mistakes. She comes in guns blazing. She has solid plan. Like she has a solid plan every time. It just, I just don't. Her Muay Thai is beautiful. Yeah. Um, so uh, I I think that's uh that's if, a, that's a wrap for Jean Wei Li. You can't be smaller than uh Valentina and beat her. No, not at all. What country does is um starts with a K and I can't pronounce it in Peruvian. So it's not communist. Try Can, try to do the K. Kerchiaviv. Okay, let me get my my That's assistant. Hey, Jamie, can you put? Make sure we get that figured out. Yeah. Okay, so put my money on the non-communist girl. Valentina Shevchenko. K y r g y z. Kritchev. Sure. It is. It's Kritchev. 
cool. Thank Thanks, you. James, you're welcome. Wait, that is how do you know it's Peruvian? It's Kerchev and Peruvian professional MMA is what's listed on her bio. Oh, okay. I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. So I said it with confidence. Um, yeah. So wait. So who? What? What fights we got coming up? So we have Derek Lewis tonight. Okay. Um, two eighty four. We got the pound for pound championship between Islam Machev and um, Alexander Volkanovsky. Okay. With uh, which is going to be a banger. That's going to be a great fight. Featherweight fight for Yara Rodriguez and Josh Emmett. Okay. Which is, I would love to see that fight, but not for a title. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then the next notable main event is Crackhead against Cyril Gon. Okay, John Jones against Cyril Gon, and then we got Yawn and is that for the title? That's for a title, isn't it? Cyril yes, Gon? that yeah. that's for the heavyweight title. That Ngannou got cut. Yeah, he's Why did gone. He, get cut? he uh, wants to. They do... want it out. Ngannou wants a boxing match because he wants to make thing. millions. So, but didn't he win? Yes, yes. like, but then he. Against... Uh, what's what's that? What's the first big fight he won against the white guy? Stipe Miocic. Yeah. He took the title from Stipe Miocic, and then and he, he fought again after that. He defended it, and then he decided he wanted to box Tyson Fury. So he's only fought twice in the UFC. No, no, no. no. no, 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 no he he like, fought his way up. But I meant like he's defended fought, the title. Yeah, he's only defended. Uh, he fought for the title and then defended the title. So he's not fought. He's defended the title, but he decided he's got one more or two more fights on his contract. Had had. I don't, I don't know how many fights he had left on his contract. Did he have to buy out. No, uh, it was a mutual split. So he was wanting to increase pay as a heavyweight champion, and the UFC didn't want to do that. So it was a mutual part yeah. on it. They just voided the contract. There wasn't any buyout or anything. Huh. Are you sure? Place. I didn't I'm know pretty that sure. Because okay. they said it was mutual agreement. So Well, I know he did it because he wants to box. He did it because he wants to box um, Tyson Fury because that's the, that's the money fight for him. And he thinks that if he loses his title – like legitimately loses his title, that money fight's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. Well, he could just fight some other YouTuber. Tyson uh, Fury's, Tyson Fury's, not, Fury's a not a YouTuber. I know who Tyson Fury is. Okay. I'm saying he could just fight some YouTuber because that was. A I don't think there's the any YouTubers that want to get in the ring with Cyril Khan. <laughs> not Ngannou. I mean, yeah, with Ngannou. I mean, Francis one Ngannou. touch of the pinky and you're dead. Ngannou's going to beat the brakes off of you. Yeah, he's a specimen. Yeah. Yeah. Jake Paul, he, he ain't going to last. <laughs> Who's another big YouTuber you get? Uh, KSI? No, no, I'm talking about like physically big YouTuber. Physically That's big? That's, That's it. Nikado Avocado? <laughs> <laughs> that big boy. <laughs> he might sign up. <laughs> you know he might sign up. How much money would you pay to see that hit? Did Just you know once? Who? Oh, I'd pay at least uh, $100. I would pay 100 bucks. 100 bucks? Yeah. It would kill him walking to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know who's also like a really big human being and a really good athlete? Butterbean. But that's a, he's actually a video game streamer. I do too. Is Dr. Disrespect? Yeah. Never seen him. He's Dr. You know who Dr. Disrespect is? Nope. Bro, he's like, even if you don't play video games, you know who Dr. Disrespect is. He wears the mullet wig with the sunglasses. And he always has a vest on. Always. His persona is like a typical 80s, 1980s uh, movie villain. Okay. Google him right now. But he like does, he used to work for um, Infinity War. Whoever made Call of Duty maps. This guy, he's oh, always yeah, he's dressed him. like this everywhere, and he does some like wild stuff on the stream. But he's like six foot, like cool. five plus or something, and he used to be like a, a phenomenal basketball player. Huh? But um, maybe we can get somebody like that to just stage a fight. With yeah, call up, call up old, uh, call up Uncle Dana and see what's yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, we need. Hey, hey, Jamie, can you get Dana on phone, please? Uh, we're in Texas. It's his name's Jaime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Is he your assistant? <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, that's looking forward. Um, also exciting news. We, I'm unless the ticket prices are absolutely ungodly, I think me and Clay are in for sure going down to San Antonio March 25th to watch um, San Hagen, San Hagen, Cheeto. and Cheeto uh, again. I see Cheeto, no wait, I'm sorry, not again. First else. time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting stylistic matchup between yeah. the two. Um, Cheeto's been Upstairs. a killer, and San Hagen just unorthodox for that weight class. But as long as tickets aren't on Godly, I'm for sure making that trip down there to watch my first live UFC event. Yeah, same. I'm Who's, down. Yeah. Who's Sean O'Malley going to fight again? You think? Uh, his next fight's on the title. They're trying to coordinate to figure out whether or not Aljo and Henry Cejudo is going to happen. Um, Aljo reportedly tore his bicep. I don't know if I believe that or not because, you know, I'm an Aljo hater. And I think he's just milking this cow till it's completely dry. But how long did they say he's out? Because that's a, that's a year. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know if he actually tore it. Because <laughs> I believe him. like two weeks after that came out, more reports came out that Cejudo and um, oh, Aljo are still in the works. No. So it's just he said, she said. Yeah, exactly. Liam Neeson. Is this like the actor Liam Neeson? Yeah. Can't so I'm just UFC, look, I'm, I'm looking at headlines right now. It says Liam Neeson can't stand UFC. Says little leprechaun Conor McGregor gives Ireland a bad name. Well, the guy who plays Liam pretend, Neeson the guy, pants too much. Liam Neeson know. who plays look pretend. Look up Liam Neeson piss pants. No. Look at that. No. He has so many pictures where he's peed his pants. Cool. <laughs> Not so looking it up. The guy who plays pretend is talking trash about a guy who fights for for real for a living. Liam Neeson's cool. Liam Neeson's cool, but you, you just he plays pretend. He's a professional playing pretend guy. He just doesn't wait, God. Because I would say when you think of an Irish person, you think of Connor. Yeah, I don't think of. Lee, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't even know Liam so Neeson maybe was. Maybe he's just like, come on, dude. <laughs> but, I, I but, was. Okay. I was five minutes ago years old when I found out Liam Neeson was from Ireland. Guess what? You didn't give Ireland a good name either, Mister Liam Neeson, because nobody knows you're from Ireland. But everybody knows Conor McGregor's from Ireland. I would say a lot of people know he's from. Yeah, Ireland. but I gotta be honest. If I'm if if I'm not a complete hoodlum and I'm I'm from Ireland, I'm not gonna like Connor. Connor's a wild man. Yeah, he's talking trash have about. Been, have you been to Scotland? Or people's Ireland wives or anywhere in the UK. He's talking trash about people's wives, and it's not true. <laughs> That's and part of that because he's talking trash. It's not to be true. The best fight you will ever watch in the UFC is Connor and um Islam. No, I'm sorry, not Connor Khabib. Islam. Connor Khabib. You got to watch the Connor Khabib fight because Connor it. has his humble moment we, we, in the ring. I watched it on deployment. We all watch we, it over and we, over. We all illegally stream. Hey Dana, we all illegally streamed that UFC event in watch Australia it. while we were Watch it every on day. Deployment. Watch it every Monday. It's a great way to start your week. You will see the moment that Connor realizes the world of shit he's in and you will see Khabib on top of him going Let's talk now. <laughs> that, my friends, is the perfect personification of justice. That is, that is fuck around and find out broadcasting on pay-per-view. It's fantastic. So I, that's my favorite moment in the UFC. Um, so I was Googling if Aljamain Sterling actually tore his bicep or not. Yeah. It is a partial tear. Okay. But whenever you totally type in did ALJ... And naturally, because of my search history, it pulls up Aljamain Sterling. Mm -hmm. Said, did he win an Oscar? And apparently UFC fans are furious because he didn't win an Oscar for his acting in the ring at Peter Yan first fight. Oh. It's one of those oh. fan pages. Oh. Uh, it just cracked still, me up. It are you still me. upset about that? 
Oh, I am. I'm an avid Aljamain right. Sterling hater. We don't need to rehash all that. Is there any? Is there any new stuff to talk about? We we covered Connor. We covered. You want to do like fight of the year or something like that? Yeah, let's do that. Fight of the year. Because I think coming uh, up here. <clears> no, I, I just last year. I think Gilbert Burns, um, Hamzat. Mine was Glover Yuri. Yours was Glover Yuri. Yeah. Okay, Did that, I that watch was a good any that, fights last year. That was a good fight. Chandler Poyer's up there for me. Um, Fazeev RDA is up there. You only get one. Cyril Gan and Tai Tuivasa, but mine's going one. for Gilbert Burns and Hamzat. Gilbert Burns Hamzat. And they did win that award, but yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't. Who? What was UFC fight of the year? It was Glover Yuri. Oh, was it? Because uh, there was a story behind it, probably. It was well, it was for a championship. Fight, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. Moment of the uh, year, I though. saw a fight between two birds outside my front yard. That would be put those <laughs> <birds>. <laughs> Moment of the year is definitely Leon Edwards, KO, and Kamaru Usman. That was oh. everything of the year, though. Oh. Yeah. Moment, knockout. Knockout. Except Tombstone Powell Driver. Yeah. <laughs> Honorable mention Tombstone Powell Driver. Finish of the year. Has I was, was going to say my, Michael Chandler El Kukui. I was going to be. That's up there, too. Good yeah. Lord. His, I thought his skull came out of his head. Like, that was ridiculous. He put, dude. Or Cheeto, Dominic Cruz, or it was just a thwack and Cruz just. That was such a clean kick, too. Good head kick knockouts yeah. this year. This is my f- shot of the year was Michael Chandler just whipping his foot. Dude, up. I know you're looking at the foot making contact to his face, but I just, that no, his leg. Face. I know, but that leg. Oh, this right <laughs> yeah. here. That's Michael Chandler. Dude, that's my goal right now. It's, my. You know, you know Saquon Barkley, the running back for the Giants. Yeah, you, that's like that quad is, king. That, yeah, that is my vibes Saquon. right there. You should watch uh, Michael Chandler's Instagram feed then, because so he's got his workouts on there and he goes so hard. So, do you think, not based on skill, but do you think Michael Chandler is the best athlete in the UFC? No, no, athlete, no, no. not at all. Then who would nope. be? Then who would be? Well, as of right now, I would say Volkanovski. What does he do? Or besides, Islam Makachev. But what does he do besides what do they do besides fighting? Volk was a professional rugby player. Yeah. Okay. In he Australia. Was, okay. He's like five But rug, foot rugby's four. not really a sport though. It's really <laughs> 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 All right. So anybody listening, golf is not a sport. Hey, how about you watch your mouth? Golf is a, <laughs> this is our podcast. We'll mute you real quick. <laughs> golf is a skills game. And so many people in Amarillo play it. But so many people are bad at it. Yeah, golf. <laughs> golf I'm I'm on board. Golf's uh, golf's game. terrible. It's the equivalent of pool. Yeah. Except you gotta walk. I'll a lot go more. for golf. That's about it. But no, I I so best athlete right now. In the I would say Volkanovski is, is or Islam Makachev. But can they do what Chandler? Look, like, like just oh, like Chandler in a year could compete in a bodybuilding competition. He does gymnat. Bodybuilders are not athletes. They are athletes. Uh, no. The, uh, Hold on, hold on. It's just a I can bodybuild a cow. What? I can bodybuild a cow with enough steroids and making them run uphill. That's, that's not... not true. Stock shows, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not bodybuilding. You can make, you can muscle out a cow. By definition, it is bodybuilding because you're, <laughs> you're building the body for muscle, muscle market. Okay. You're but building the muscle you and getting paid like, for Like, look it. at this dude, and he can do backflips and, like, all sorts of crazy stuff. I'm pretty sure, didn't he? I'll go John Jones on this one. I think yeah, as, as, of now? as an athlete, hmm? overall all-around athlete. Yeah. So he like, but I, I, he's take crazy it, athletic too. Like coordination, like like who would you want to like if you had to play a decathlon of intramural sports, where you had to play a game of softball, flag football, uh, swim, 
Did I say basketball? Not yet. Basketball. Well, so who who do you think? I don't know, but just based on like the videos, because I watched a lot of them train. Do you think Michael Chandler? I think Chandler all around athlete. As far as like, if I was playing a game of ultimate frisbee to game of basketball, and I could only choose between the UFC fighters, I'm choosing Michael Chandler. So I would say Islam Makachev because I know they play soccer just because they love it in that. Oh, that's true. Country, but they also play a version of basketball where they don't <laughs> dribble. Right, hold on. They don't. They don't. Let me let me let me finish this. It's a basketball game where they don't dribble. And they play on hardwood floors, and, and they, they tackle each, each other yeah. to get the ball away. That, but that we played a game like that in middle school. We just can't call it by what it's. <laughs> have, you ever seen a, have you ever seen a soccer player try to play baseball? Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's see, awful. and that's it's why I'm taking crackhead I with have, everything except softball. Yeah, there's something about people who have never swung a bat before. But I feel like I could hand Chandler a bat, and he's going to go 3 for 10 from the softball slow pitch. No, Chandler seems like a swimmer type. You know what I mean? You think all that muscle swims? No, yeah, that sinks. It's like you want the long build for swimming. John Jones is perfect for swimming. And his brothers, Chris Jones and Chandler Jones. And Chandler Jones, freak athletes. (laughs) They both are. So cool, and uh, John Jennings just unattaches microphone but from the it. table. Nice. But I caught it. Nice, that was good. I think you're the best athlete at the table. Let me put it that way. Yeah, I think. But if we all raced, I promise you, you'd win. All right, what was y'all's biggest That's letdown true. of the year? Leon Edwards. The way my bank account ended. You were let down by that. I was let down, but it was because I didn't expect it, and I wasn't there to watch it. I found Uh-oh. out about it the day after. Oh. And and. Okay, I like um, um, Kamaru. Like, I wanted Kamaru to win. Interesting. See, mine was Islam Oliveira. Biggest letdown of the year for me. Yeah, bro, I had to close my heart to that one. Really? <laughs> that was a very personal attack. <laughs> yeah. I knew that it was going to happen, though. And you guys, I, I, there was that small part of me that I didn't, be- I didn't believe that you really thought he could win. And then when it happened, I saw the emotion and realized, oh, you – you weren't messing with me. I'm I'm Charles for life, dog. I get it. You know I mean? get it. Even, even though, like, is he fighting? Is he fighting Dariush? Uh, that's in the works. I haven't seen it confirmed, but I mean, it's in the works for Dariush. That fight is close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dariush looked really good his last Against fight. Gamrot. Gamrot's yeah. a stud too. So, what about the biggest WTF moment of last year? Um, biggest WTF. I would say Leon again, but... Yeah, mine's Leon or going back to Chandler Ferguson. Because that was just... <laughs> I'm still looking at it. It's like, so beautiful. Gaethje Oliveira. The, like, it was just yelling for five minutes. Yeah. That was all the whole fight was. It was three minutes of complete chaos. Yeah. I would say Dana slapping his wife. Okay. Okay. <laughs> My biggest WTF moment. What are the fights? Y'all I can are... expect it though. Yeah. You can expect it. You can, expect you can, lo- it. You can look yeah. at Dana and be like, you know, he goes he's home to openly punch, criticized. You know I mean? John- <laughs> he's openly criticized John Jones and said, "What kind of man would ever hit his wife?" And then he does it. On I know. Show. It's just a video oh, wait, 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 of Roy Drake. Look at Dana and say, "And like, was it before New Year's or after New Year's? Because that might have to go for." It was right on New Year's. It was on New Year's. Okay, so what you said reminded me of Theo Vaughn about Drinking Monster. You see somebody drink a monster, you know you're, they're going home to punch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what fights are y'all looking most forward to seeing this year? Dana White versus wife round two. <laughs> Izzy versus per, uh, Pereira. Pereira. Okay. Jones Serio Gun. Jones Serio Gun. Mm-hmm. 
I think Cheeto versus Sugar Sean. I think that's has the possibility of happening this year, but one that is a hundred percent going to happen okay. is Chandler McGregor. Oh yeah, that right. one's going to happen. Back, Chandler McGregor. I'm looking forward to that one. I think Ch- it's. Do you think? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I apologize. I think it's going to be absolute chaos. Chandler puts on bangers fight, yeah. bangers of fights anytime he steps into the octagon. It's going to be so fun to watch. And oh my gosh, it's going to turn into a brawl. This show is going to be good because we're going to. Uh, I'm not going to miss an episode. Yeah, we're going to be doing <laughs> updates every episode, <laughs> every month. Easily. Yeah. Can, can McGregor actually throw a kick? Yeah, right now with that leg. Um, Dude, he has Lieutenant Dan legs. I bet he does it. I bet he's reckless enough to do it. But no, we'll see. So I don't know. I know. We'll see. I, from my understanding, when you put a plate specifically on your shin, it changes like the structure of like, or not the structure. It, it like something about like the nerves, and it's not just where the plate is; it's where the plate ends. connects. Is it like Tommy John? You think? No, or is it like the, the screws into the joint? It's like this, and like the edge of the plate, because he broke the middle of his shin. Yeah. Right? That's a good point. We it was know. about it, a third up from the ankle. That's one of the controversial things about giving him this fight so quick is because we don't get to see if he's going to quick. Also, it's been a year and a half against that, a middle contender. But he hasn't had a fight yet. Like That's then, what I'm saying. Is they're then, giving him Michael Chandler without getting the ring rust off, so we don't know how he's going to move. We don't know if he's going to move slower or faster or anything. But so, I will say McGregor is signing to do the show. Shows commitment, you think? Mm-hmm. Like he's all in for it. Absolutely, I think yeah. he is. But he'll show up. He'll go through a wild. But is he going to move the same? Here's a. Here's a. Don't know. We'll see. Here's a conundrum. Also, if McGregor is able to physically throw that kick the way he used to, with that metal plate, is that an unfair advantage? No. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? No. Not at all. It's a weakness. Do you, if he's able to throw, you're the saying because he's got metal, he might be able to hit someone yeah. outside of the head with it. Right, because uh, I know, like, I don't think so. I know, like, a bone's really hard, but I, well, I mean, like, if you go, like, I don't know if you've ever been to Wounded Warriors Battalion, you can feel, like, metal plates when they, if somebody snaps, you can feel that plate. I haven't ever seen a fighter come back from an injury like that with metal on their bone and use it as a weapon. Generally, they're pretty ginger on it because they don't want to re-break it. What I'm saying is, if if McGregor is that reckless, no, I see what you're saying. Like, do you think that some sort of, like, Advantage. Are we seeing a possible issue of fighters being able to have metal? Because I think his break's a little bit different than Anderson Silva's in the fact of not only placement, but also the sheer dramaticness of it. I just don't think that's very realistic. I, I'm, not, I'm, I, just, I don't, I'm just saying, nah. I'm throwing out the, let's I'm, just pretend. Yeah. Let's just pretend that McGregor's like, hey, for whatever reason, I can throw my kick as hard as it used to be able to, and it doesn't hurt. I just haven't seen evidence of that. Most fighters that come back after a major injury but are what, pretty ginger you're missing on it. The, even you're missing even the Sugar Sean. Like, Sugar Sean came back from his injury, and he was a little bit ginger on his foot. Yeah, that right leg is still – he's not fully fully trusting it yet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's going to play that big of a role. But if it was, like you're saying, this hypothetical, I don't – if both fighters agree, let it happen. I, yeah. guess, I guess that's right because like, they, they do have the fight. They have the contract to sign for it. But yeah, I mean, not, do you think that's not a bad McGregor can drop that left bomb? And I think that left bomb is a sniper. Yeah. So you're we're talking, looking you're at his, you're so, about his hand. So we're looking at Connor kicking yeah. a yeah. heavy bag. And I mean, he, he he's looks like he's, he looks good. Kick. It's just, it's different when there's someone in there, man. And it's different when you're kicking somebody else's chin. Yeah. yeah. But at least he's chin. 
I think that I've seen that video. That video is kind of old. I think that he's. I think that he's going to. I think he'll kick like a leg. Well, the thing is, he'll test it out. Just because what you brought up is that his left hand is so strong. Michael Chandler's it's so deadly. So big though. I can't hear um, him all that much, so I can talk. He's had problems with leg kicks his whole career, though. Mm -hmm. Chops him down. He gets chopped down. Talking about McGregor. Uh, Chandler. Chandler. Oh, you can chop him down. So, well, I think both guys can get chopped down. The thing is with McGregor is that even Floyd Mayweather said that McGregor has a very hard punch. Yeah, that left hand—that's going to be a forever. That's not something you can teach. Not at all. It's just the way he does it, at least. It's lightning in a bottle, and if it connects. It, it could be lights out. So let me put it this way. Do you remember when Jose Aldo lost to Conor McGregor? Yeah. It was because he was charging forward. What's the one thing we know Michael Chandler's going to do? He charges Charge forward. forward. He bull rushes. He is going to wildly. run into that. What it, It'll be like a check hook or it'll be a... Um, straight down the pipe. Yeah. It'll come straight at him. And it, that's that's all it is. Conor has that power. Mm-hmm. That's born in it. He's had it ever since he was fighting his pro fights in in Ireland. So, and none of us want to see a tentative Chandler at all. You won't see one. Yeah. You won't see one. It's just not in. He has not just changed. Never he's done, been never he's been beat that. so many times and still hasn't changed. I mean, he won't change. You're not supposed to do what he did against Poirier or Gaethje. No. And he did that to exactly. Poirier and yeah. Gaethje. So he's running straight at him. I think he's going to run straight into that straight straight left, and it's just going to be lights out. So I'm here to see it, though. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll be here all day. Yeah. Exactly. But that has us covered through really the first quarter on what we're looking forward to seeing and everything else. Obviously, we're going to be doing more updates almost every week if we can, yeah. every month at a minimum. Yeah. And going from there for pay-per-view to pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, we're back from the break, so we're We're back, we're ready to roll. Who do you think your champions of 2023 are going to be? Uh, I don't know. I think we might need to cover that next time because I haven't even really put a... Put a pin on that. How'd we do for last year, though? We were right with none of them. It's also dinner time. Pretty much. Facts. I'm hungry. I'm ready to go eat. Cool. Same. Well, guys, that's all I have. That's all I got. John? Thanks for having me. Appreciate coming. you coming on. Yeah. It's a fun time. Always good. And this is, uh, I've done a lot of podcasts at this point. This yeah, is real the, quick, mention your, uh, mention your podcast. So this is, is this is the most people I've ever done a podcast with Okay. at the same time. Four people. Yeah. It's new PR for me. Um, so I have a... Uh, personal coaching business the instagram is at simple disciplines on instagram you can follow for free obviously and then also i have a podcast you can listen to for free called it's not complicated i help empower equip and encourage people to continue pursuing their dreams and goals in spite of hardships nice and i always like to have fellow marines on so simplify brother yeah All right. So we'll you got drop anything? all the details on John's Instagram podcast mm-hmm. and all that stuff within the details okay. on this podcast. So right if, if you want to look it up, it's right there at your fingertips. All right. Well, and, uh, for... don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. Anybody who might be interested in talking about the UFC, make sure that you share it with them. Yes. So for everybody who might still be listening, I'm Paul Torres. I'm Taylor Edmondson, Clay Hoggett, and John Jennings. And we are out of here. Deuces.